Hello. If you're able to, please close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. And a deep breath out. Relax your shoulders. Unclench your jaw. Take another deep breath in. And another breath out. You can open your eyes now. My name is David and welcome to Mindful Moments. I come to you this week slightly tired. As you know, I do my best to keep on top of my sleep, get my eight hours every night, but there are some circumstances under which you will be tired no matter how well you sleep, no matter how well you do with organizing your schedule. And one of those circumstances is long haul flying. Last week, I was in LA, La La Land, Los Angeles, California, for the first time ever in my life, under very exciting circumstances. And that is what I'd like to talk about this week, my trip to LA. The good, the bad, not that there was much of the bad. What I enjoyed, what I thought, my experiences. I'd love to share that with you. I went to LA with Instagram. This year, I am part of Instagram's Wellbeing Collective, which is the reason for the special World Mental Health Day episode. The Wellbeing Collective is a group of creators who create wellness and wellbeing content. And I was lucky enough to be chosen as one of those creators this year, for which I'm very grateful because the other creators in the collective are all really amazing creators, a lot of whom I knew before and looked up to before, and a lot of whom I've enjoyed getting to know and getting to watch and absorb their content and their wellness content as well. It's a big deal for me to be a part of something like that because creating content can be such an individual thing to do. It can be quite isolating, it quite, can be quite insular. So to be part of a group of people who are of a similar approach and similar mindset to their content, I'd say all, all the other creators on the Wellbeing Collective do have the same mindset that I do in that everything we create we want to be of benefit to people. I want to help improve people's lives and help make things better. So I and four other creators, five other creators, my apologies, from the Wellbeing Collective were in LA. The other creators were Jamil and Jamel Nafati, the Nafati brothers, Megan Crabb, Megan Jane Crabb, Kiara King, and V Katibu. All amazing people. As a creator, you tend to, you see other creators at events, you see them when you're put together in a group, but you see them under circumstances where you don't really have control over the circumstances. You don't get to know who's going to be at certain events and know where you get across paths with people. So I don't actually spend a lot of time with my peers, other creators. So going on a trip like this with other creators, I was very excited, but somewhat nervous as well, because these are all people that essentially I didn't know very well that I was going to be spending a lot of time with and living with for the week. The trip was from Monday to Sunday. So I should mention that earlier. So I was going to be living with these other creators for a week and they are all just such wonderful people. Wonderful senses of humor, so quick-witted, so entertaining, 
so caring, so kind, and just so much fun. So much fun. It was beyond, it was wildest dreams their territory. You kind of hope when you're, when you get put in a group of people you don't know, you hope that you get a couple of people that you get along with and that everyone gets along fine in general. But I would come away, I've come away from that trip genuinely considering each one of those people my friend, which is, again, as I said, wildest dreams territory, just amazing stuff. And I said them all, they said all their four days because in the video version of this, I'm going to put their ads there. And I'll put it in the description as well, because yeah, just really lovely people and you should check out all of them and everything that they do. So, went to LA. Monday, I get to the airport. Now, I don't know what kind of airport person you are, but as a person, me, I will be early to the airport. Doesn't matter where I'm going, what I'm doing. I will be no later than three hours before my flight. I flew to Edinburgh once from London and I was there three hours early. I was at the airport longer than the flight was, but <laughs> I would not risk anything going wrong. I need to be there long enough for anything in the world to go wrong and for me to have time to fix it. That's how early I need to be in the airport. Yeah, that's how early I need to be in the airport. So there I was three hours earlier and the Fatty brothers are exactly like me. So we made each other in the airport first. We all got on our flight. The flight was delayed for two hours on the runway. So we were sitting on the plane for two hours without the plane even taking off. I was halfway through a film and I was like, why is this plane not moved? And the flight itself on the way there was 10 hours and 28 minutes. The worst thing about the flight, I like long flights generally because I didn't do it a lot when I was younger. The novelty hasn't worn off. So I do enjoy long flights, especially when I get food and I get to watch films. However, on this flight, it was difficult because I was already very tired. I'd woken up quite early because I usually wake up early. So my body clock didn't let me sleep late. And we were landing in LA at 10.28. So it made more sense to stay up on the flight and then go to sleep as soon as we got to the Airbnb. So I was doing my best to stay up the whole time. I was at the point where you're watching things that not even entertain you anymore. They're just, they're just filling the vacancy. And I couldn't read because reading makes me feel sleepy because I read before bed every day. So I was doing my best to stay up, but it'd been so, so many hours, so many hours. By the time... I got into bed. I managed to stay up. But by the time I got into bed, I'd been up for 28 hours consecutively or something ridiculous like that, which wasn't a good start to the trip. I wanted to be rested, but that didn't end up mattering. Didn't end up mattering at all. Woke up on the first day and we were in a really, the Airbnb we're in was incredible. Had a pool outside, which is, I mean, it's obviously not everybody's experience in LA, but far more common, obviously, in LA than in London because obviously they've got the weather for it. So it had the outdoor pool. I mean, just waking up and it being sunny made such a huge difference. Such a huge difference. The people in LA were all, by and large, super chill, super nice. And I feel like that's because the sun is shining all the time. When the sun is shining all the time, you can't be in a bad mood. You can't be in bad humor. You just have to, and you can't, I feel like you can't even just be agitated in general because it's too hot for all of that. If it's too hot, you conserve your energy, like your anger. It's just less. You don't blow up other smaller things because you just don't have the energy for it. It's too hot. So loved the sunshine. Loved all of that, everything. I had to issue a big disclaimer in that because I was there with Instagram, because we had our itinerary set out for us, because we were taken care of in terms of food, etc. I didn't have the usual traveler's experience of LA. And then obviously because I was visiting, whenever you visit a place, you don't have the experience of the people who live there unless you are visiting people who live there. So 
I had a wonderful time, did really wonderful things, but obviously it's not a representative experience of what LA can be like. LA has a huge problem with homelessness. Sure, saw a lot of homeless people in LA, a lot of unhoused people. One of my friends who lives in LA and who I got to see when I was there, actually one of my girlfriend's close friends from when they grew up and I'd never met in real life. She lives in LA now, so I got to see her. And she works with Santa Monica, um, for the districts of Santa Monica, helping with the unhoused situation. So I heard a lot about that and was told a lot about that firsthand. So of course, like any major city, there are issues, there are problems, but there are also many wonderful things about it too. So on the first day, we went for lunch. I brought all the clothes you can imagine. I pretty much bought 80% of my wardrobe because I just wanted the options. And we went for lunch. We went for lunch at a restaurant called Great White. If you can, when you go to LA, go to Great White and get Brussels sprouts. I never thought, actually, do you know what? This actually, this underlines one of my theories that if a food is prepared in the way you like it, it can be nice. Any food can be nice if it's prepared in the way that you like it. The Brussels sprouts are Great White. I I have no idea. I have no idea what they put in those or how they cook them. I can, I can think of, I think they parboiled them and grilled them and there was some soy sauce influence, but whatever they did, I never thought I'd feel the way about a Brussels sprout as I did about those Brussels sprouts. So if you ever go to LA, go to Great White and eat the Brussels sprouts. Things I never thought I would say. We were also very lucky to be with Belle from Instagram. Belle is in lifestyle and wellness at Instagram. So that's everything that I create basically. And she's a wonderful, wonderful person. One of those people who knows knows something about everything and has very, very good taste. So you can always go to her for an opinion or an idea and she's got something of value. One of the most impressive kinds of people I think there are. I'm always, I'm always desperate to be one of those kind of, kinds of people, but I'm trying to let it happen organically. I'm trying not to force it. But yeah, she's one of those people. So every time we went to a restaurant or did anything, Belle would have the best ideas of what to eat and what to do and what to get. So... First day, great white for lunch. We then went to an Instagram event for World Mental Health Day because the first full day was the Tuesday, which was World Mental Health Day. And the Instagram event was called The Living Room. Really nice event. Really, really nice event. I don't leave my house very often for events when I'm at home. I'm a homebody. I create my content from here, host it, see my friends, but in terms of going out for events, etc. And I've spoken about this before. I'm quite discerning with who I work with, what I do, etc. So I don't end up going to a lot of events unless it's something I'm really, really interested in. Instagram's living room for World Mental Health Day in LA, I was very interested in. Met a lot of really wonderful creators there. And I really liked the style of the event. All the drinks were non-alcoholic because it was all about wellness, which is great for me because I haven't been drinking this year since I think April, I haven't been drinking this year. And yeah, really, really wonderful time. Really good time. The second day is when we got to do more exploration stuff we went on a hike in Runyon Canyon I'm an active person generally you know I am so hiking in the sun in LA was like it was something else I think because as someone from the UK who absorbs American culture through films and television LA a lot of LA felt like a movie it felt like I was in a film it felt like I was the main character especially with my accent Every time I opened my mouth to talk, I knew I was going to be interesting to whoever I was talking to simply because I was British. And I can't lie, I built that a little bit. But doing this hike in Rinding Canyon was amazing because 
you have views of the LA skyline, you have the canyon itself and just being in the natural world and exercising in nature. Exercising plus nature is one of the best recipes for happy brain. So really, really incredible experience there. Filmed a couple of videos, did what we do. One of the nice things about being with creators all the time was that it wasn't weird ever to take out a camera and film something. It wasn't weird to film a video seven times so I get the right take. Because everyone around me understands they know the deal. Not that my friends ever make it weird, but I think if I was with friends who weren't creators and I did a video and I did two takes that were okay and didn't quite like it, I'd probably quit there because I wouldn't want to make anyone around me feel uncomfortable. I wouldn't want to make, yeah, I wouldn't want to, I'd feel like I was attracting too much attention. Whereas with other creators, I can do it eight times no one bats an eyelid because they all know, yeah, he's looking for the right take. So Running Canyon, beautiful, beautiful hike. We had the option of that one or uh, there's a hike that goes right up to the Hollywood sign. You can see the Hollywood sign from Running Canyon. So we chose that because, yeah, it, was, it, was, it seemed like the nicer route. And it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun. And I was in the sun, exercising, my favorite thing to do. On that same day, after we done our hike, came home, had our lunch, and I took some pictures. Kiara specifically took some pictures of me. I had, oh, I'm sorry, I've got to rewind because this is key to this story. On the first day, on the Tuesday morning, I knew I'd forgotten something. On the Tuesday morning, Megan and I went thrift shopping. Megan is a wonderful person to shop with because she has great fashion sense, really great fashion sense. And she really knows how to shop for herself. She knows her style. She knows what she likes. And she's very discerning with the pieces that she picks. So her entire wardrobe works well together. You could close your eyes and pick two things and they'd probably work. So going shopping with Megan was great because I was super excited. I was like, I'm in LA. I'm vintage shopping. LA has so much vintage shopping, so much. I was like, I'm in LA. I can get this. I can get this. I can get this. And Megan was slow down. Try this. Look at this. I don't think that suits you. Very valuable person to have with you when you're shopping. And Megan was the kind of person who I would get something to try on and she would want to see it on. She'd be like, show me, show me what it looks like on. Because you know, some people you shop with them and they're, oh, as long as you're happy, I'm happy. And they'll kind of like, you know, they, they, they're not actively involved in your shopping, which there's nothing wrong with. In fact, I've probably been more like that in the past. Now I'm going to try and be more Megan because Megan was, I need to see you in it. Let's discuss this. Let's make good decisions. So on the Monday, I found a pair of white Carhartt paint splattered carpenter jeans which are every bit as fantastic as they sound. And I wanted those very badly. And I found, sorry, white Dickies paint splattered jeans, which I wanted very badly. And a Carhartt jacket, which I also wanted very badly. Picked up the jeans, left the jacket, but on the Saturday came back for the jacket because I'd wanted it all week and it was still there. And I said, okay, good, I deserve. Got the jeans and I had a red vest already and put them together on the hike day, which I think was Tuesday or Wednesday, and made a great outfit, made a great outfit. I post videos generally when I post my short form content. I don't tend to post pictures. It's not, I think that's a bit of a legacy from my previous years, especially my teenage years of being a little bit insecure in myself. I don't feel as comfortable taking pictures of myself. I feel comfortable talking because I feel like I'm contributing something, but pictures, and stuff I find, I find, I still find quite difficult. And that's, 
I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm in a much better place in terms of my security and my security myself generally. But that's still, yeah, one of the things that lingers. And so on the day after we'd hiked and we were going out for early dinner, we're going to Santa Monica. I wore this outfit and I knew, I, I felt like I looked really good. I'd accessorized well, you know, the outfit was, the fit was fitting. I said, yeah, I'm, I'm doing well. And Kiara took pictures of me and everyone helped me. Like all the other creators helped me choose the pictures that I was going to post. And that was really, really lovely. And that's what I mean by saying that the other creators were all really, really lovely people and really kind and affirming to me because that was something that I wasn't too confident in in terms of posting pictures of myself. I knew going to LA, I'd get loads of good content, but I was also feeling very nervous about what to post and what to leave. And all the other creators were so supportive of me, so helpful in helping me choose, but also very, very affirming. And saying, you look good here, you should post it. People will be happy to see this. And just hearing that from external sources and external sources that I really respect as well, meant a huge deal. No matter how much I post, no matter how good a creator somebody is, no matter how used to creating somebody is, it never goes amiss to have a little arm around the shoulder or have a word of support or someone tell you that something is really good or that they really enjoy a way that you do a certain thing or that you look really good doing something. Never ever goes amiss. So I'm grateful to them for that because that meant that I posted loads. <laughs> I posted loads the week I was in LA and I loved it. I was really happy to because I felt like I was just sharing my experience and that was nice. You can even hear from how much I talked about that. What, uh, uh, just, yeah, it's, it's, it, what, what, that is a thing. That's a thing with a capital T for me to be posting like that and to post pictures of myself and stuff like that. I'm still not 100% comfortable with it. But that's another wonderful thing about this creative journey is that I've become comfortable and more comfortable with doing certain things as I practice more skills, as I get more opportunities, as, yeah, my horizons broaden. We went for lunch. Went for lunch at a restaurant called Elefante in Santa Monica. And this, it actually felt like a dream. I can't explain it. We were sitting on the upstairs on a balcony. The sun was shining on the left side of my face. I was warm, laughter around me. It felt like everyone in the restaurant was in a great mood. And when I turned my head to my left, I could see the horizon. I could see the sea and I could see the beach. And you know what it's like when you can see the sea and it stretches forever. And I just looked out for a good five minutes. I just sat in my thoughts. I just found myself crying. I was really, I just thought, wow. I never could have imagined doing the things I do now for a living. I couldn't have imagined being around the kind of people I get to be around, creators that inspire me and that I really look up to. And friends, really good friends, who like me and care about me for who I am. In a country that I grew up watching on TV, that I've never visited before, experiencing things that I've never experienced before. And all this because I found a career in being myself and putting myself out there and creating things that I care about. And that was, I just felt so privileged and so grateful and still do feel so privileged and so grateful to have had an experience like that and to be experienced in the things that I get to daily doing what I do. I know I say it often, but it's because I never want it 
to be unknown that I am so grateful to be doing what I do and so happy that I have the opportunity to get better at it and to merit the things I have even more. And so, yeah, it was just, yeah, I had a moment where all of that overcame me and it was just wonderful. And the fact that even the fact that I could sit there at dinner and have a moment like that to myself, shed a couple of tears, wipe my eyes, get back to it, make it gave me a little hug, but everyone let me get on with it. But also really respected me and made space for my feelings. I think that says what a lovely group of people that was to be in. After dinner, we went to the pier, Santa Monica Pier. And I, for the first time in my life, did one of those uh, one of those fairground games where you have to hold on to the bar for a certain amount of time to win a prize. I posted a video, like a short form video of it on Instagram and TikTok. And I think the Instagram video is doing some silly numbers right now. But the comments are all like people saying that they could do this and it's easy, etc. And I, <laughs> the funny thing about the internet is that I will post a video with no, I didn't say anything about it being easy or difficult or anything like that. But Every, people react as if I've said this is the easiest thing in the world or react as if I've said I've done the most difficult thing in the world. I didn't say anything, but it's funny to see what people project on the things you put out there. But yeah, managed to, everyone in the collective pushed me to try this challenge and it's one of those where it hangs and the bar spins. So it's even harder to hold on. And I managed to hold on for the amount of time it takes to win the biggest prize. And I'm very proud of that. The biggest prize is here. I wish she was to hand so I could put him on camera. But his name is Beastie. I'll post a picture on my Instagram story sometime. But yes, I, I won a toy. I brought him home to my girlfriend who loves him, as do I. And I'm very proud of doing so. It was very, it was a good moment. It was a really, really good moment. Um, and we rode a roller coaster as well. I'm not a huge fan of rides. I'm not a huge fan of rides and roller coasters. I'll be, I'll be clear about that. Not the biggest fan of heights. I'll do them. Don't get me wrong. But... When people will push me to go on rides and I'll go on rides. And people are like, oh, are you proud of yourself for going on? Did you, did you enjoy it? I didn't enjoy it. And I'm not necessarily proud of myself for going on either because I, I do things that I'm proud of already. Like I don't, need to, <laughs> I don't need to put myself through this to be proud. But when everyone's in a group and it's fun and everyone wants to do it, I'll do it. Like I'll do it every time. And I'll be scared every second, but I'll do it every time. So we went on roller coasters and that was super fun too. That was super fun because of the moment, not because of the roller coaster itself. You understand what I'm saying. I also had my camcorder with me for the whole trip. And I took some camcorder footage on the roller coaster. And the roller coaster gave you two goes round. So I took camcorder footage on the first go round. We didn't know it gave you two goes round. So on the second go round, a teenager called Darren came up to me. He had a name badge. That's how I knew his name was Darren. And he said, so I'm going to have to take that camera away from you because you were filming and I saw you. And I've never felt so embarrassed in my life. I was so humbled. Everyone turned around to look at me. And I was in the wrong. I was in the wrong. I couldn't say anything. I just said, sorry, Darren. And Darren, he did that thing where you try not to laugh. He's... He did that thing where you try not to laugh. But I could see I made him laugh. And that made me feel a little bit better. But I was severely humbled by Darren. So I apologize, Darren, once more. But the footage looks really good. So did what I had to do. Now Santa Monica Pier. Really wonderful. We went to Malibu as well. We went to Malibu Beach and I saw a seal in the ocean. I can't believe that I saw a seal in the ocean. It was so, it was quite close. And I had to remind myself 
that seals are not, this is real life. This is a real animal in the real sea. And it's not cute and cuddly and, you know, I can't go and hug it. Not that I was going to go and hug it, but, you know, I can't get too close because it will harm me, which is fair enough. If a random person walked into my house and I felt like I had to defend myself, I would defend myself. So the seal was well within, would have been well within its rights to bite me if it had to, but it didn't. I stayed a respectful distance, took a little video, commemorated the moment forever. Loved it. And on that same day, we had Instagram's Halloween party, which was at a haunted mansion. It was unbelievable. I mean, again, one of the cool things to do was go to events in LA and see people who I've only seen on my screen before. And I'm very much the kind of person who, if I see somebody that I follow or that I've seen their content and like their content, I'll just tell them. Because for me, a compliment is far better in someone else's ears than it is in my own head. So if I think something good about someone or feel something good about someone, I'll just tell them. When someone says something good to me about the stuff that I do, it makes me feel good. So if I have the power to do that for someone else, I try to. So really, really nice to experience that. And LA in general, it was just cool to, as I said, grew up, you grew up and American culture and LA in general is in so many films, so many TV shows that you feel almost like you know it, you've been there. And sometimes you feel like things aren't real because it's so, it's like, no, this is, this must be a movie. This must be a film. And I'm curious as to how people feel about London when they come and visit London. Obviously, that's where I'm from. And London, I feel like London's representation on screen is less accurate than LA's representation on screen. When I was overhearing conversations in LA and when people speak with the accent they have in LA, it sounds exactly the same. Whereas I feel when people imitate British accents, it's Harry Potter or Peaky Blinders. Like it's, it's not what an actual day-to-day average Londoner sounds like. I feel that's actually quite hard to imitate. It's always quite exaggerated. That said, if I were to do an American accent, you'd probably call that exaggerated too. And no, I will not try. I will not. I'm not going to immortalize my embarrassment on recording right now. My apologies, but not really. We also went to Target. I got loads of sweets. I love, again, this is one of the, the, one of the things I love about being an excitable person. I'm a very excitable person. Some say easily pleased. I say frequently happy. Going to Target and getting sweets is like me in London going to Sainsbury's and getting sweets. But it's Target. It's not Sainsbury's. I've seen Target before. I haven't been to Target before. So I went to Target and got all the sweets you can get in America that you can't get in England. and brought them all back in my suitcase. My suitcase was several kilograms heavier, but it was all worth it. All very worth it. I was still under the limit. So yeah, that was my last week. I was in LA. Amazing, amazing experience. Met some really wonderful people. Spent some really wonderful time there. And had some really wonderful moments where I acknowledged how far this journey has brought me and how grateful I am for it. In one of my earlier, one of the earlier episodes, I think in the first five episodes, I talked about contentment over happiness and me being trying, searching to be a content person rather than be a happy person. And I am generally very content, but this is, this trip has really underlined my general contentment. Because again, as much as I loved the experience, there are things that, that were difficult. Being tired, I was very tired and very jet lagged the whole time. And because I was there for a week, it kind of felt like I was there just long enough to adjust to LA. And then as soon as I was adjusted, I was coming back to London. I missed my girlfriend a lot. We FaceTimed, but because we were so busy and our itinerary was full, we only FaceTimed a couple of times and we didn't text very, very regularly. So 
there were things that were easy. There were things that were difficult. There were things that I liked. There were things that I didn't like, as with anything that you do. But all in all, I feel so grateful to have had the experience. There was even a point whilst I was there. You know when you're living a really great moment and you realize how much you're going to miss that moment while you're still in it? I had that several times. And it's a real privilege to have something that you know you're going to miss dearly when it's gone. And I felt that very much being around my new friends and being in a new place. The good thing is, LA is still there. My friends still exist. We can have these wonderful experiences in different ways. But all in all, a really wonderful experience, a really wonderful time. And I feel like as this episode has gone on, I've spoken faster, got more animated. So apologies <laughs> if I was hard to understand at any point. But a really wonderful time. I had a great time in LA and I'm traveling again very soon. So you'll be hearing about that when I do. Until then, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. I really hope you had a good time. Whatever you're doing this week, I hope you have a wonderful one.